Man, but it's it's a journey, man. Like this whole hip hop thing is, it's like love, hate, proud achievements, and depression all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. there's so much good about it, but so much sucks about it at the same time. Like we, we're really not even in control of it anymore. The secrets of the rap game exposed. This is real rap. We have the mighty phase rock in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. Yeah, yeah. This episode of Real Rap was recorded at his crib in his basement because that's where his lab is. So guess what? This is Real Rap. Literally. That's how we do it, yo. So we talked about just hip-hop, how he grew up in L.A., how hip-hop influenced him to do what he does. He's a DJ. He's a producer. He is an MC. He's a b-boy. Face Rock is hip-hop. What? Make the music. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the, in the living room one one morning, you know, just messing with the tuner. Cause I, when, as a kid, I had my mom bought me a little radio joint with the cassette, and you turn the dial and the thing moves back and forth, and you can search the frequencies for your um your stations and stuff, right? Uh-huh. So I actually listened to opera before I even found rap. So I was, I was chilling. I was like, oh, somebody messed with my radio. Trying to find the station. Oh, one, two. Oh, one, two. Oh, one, two. Oh, one, two. What is this? I like to introduce myself. But they was that. Do, 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 Oh man, yo. Whew. I know you be boss, Confidence Marquis. You're making me so with my, my special teeth. When I go, oh, what, two? Girls get excited. You know what I'm saying, yo? Uh-huh. It was crazy. Blew my mind, yo. The sample, the beat, this dude rapping, beatboxing. It was crazy. Uh-huh. And then I got a hold of a, um, a Fat Boys tape. Mm-hmm. And I took it even further, yo. Like, I was in outer space after that. It's real talk. <laughs> Like, so, what, so what got you into producing? Producing? I actually got into producing due to a lack of producers to work with. <laughs> 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 like, you know, I was I had a I got a couple dudes that are solid, but you know, I'm I got tired of chasing, I would say. Mm-hmm. And trying to, oh, let's do something, oh, let me get that and I, 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 and all the things that come along with that. So I was like, you know what? Hmm. If I do it myself, I don't have to chase anybody. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it all manifested. Mm-hmm. So what was your uh, first piece of equipment? Oh, man. It was a Roland um, TR-626. Uh-huh. I actually got cursed out for buying that machine. I got cursed out. By know? who? My son's mother. No, you know you did. <laughs> How much was it back in the day? Uh, I want to say I paid like, like a hundred twenty-five bucks or something. That's it. Yeah, cause I got it from the pawn shop right on Vine Street. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to bring it up. I'm bringing it up on the internet. That's why if I'm um, sounding a little unfocused, I'm trying to get the pictures. Like, look, bam, the rolling TR six two six, baby. Okay. And that okay. piece, yo, mm, I got cussed out about it. 
we just had a baby. Mm. Poor as hell. Like, spending money on a drum machine? What the hell's wrong with you? I had a vision, y'all. I got to make these beats. Uh And so, and I was always interested in production anyways and weird-ass equipment and shit. Mm -hmm. And so, I grabbed that joint. Um, I actually really, really sucked real, real bad, yo. Oh, yeah. It was like generic-ass sounds. But, you know, you learn the art of programming and Mm -hmm. your basic drum functions and things like that. So, I think it was a dope, pivotal piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. I went to my homeboy DJ Kidderwick's house with it. Walked all the way down my road through all the gangbanging hood with the damn drum machine. Like, yo, look at this drum machine I bought, man. And it was dope. We went over there, rocked out. I'm hitting the pads. He's scratching over it, cutting it up. Mm-hmm. He's a sick DJ, by the way. Mm-hmm. DJ Kidwick. K-I-D-W-I-K. Look for him, yo. He used to DJ for Ozo Motley. Mm-hmm. He won some World DMC Championships. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of things. That's my man. As we came out together, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So I had that machine, and I'm gonna tell you how I lost my machine. <laughs> I let some dude borrow it across uh... the street, and he was gone in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> So, it was, you know, it was a great story, man. I love that machine. We went through some things, you know, and gave me my fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so um, why have you uh, gone in and got a new one? Oh, man, because um, I found out I was like MPC. Uh-huh. And so once I got into MPCs, it was like, oh, man. But actually, I had an SP-12 in between that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice, too. That's actually in my mom's storage right now. I wish I had it. Because mm-hmm. I, I got nice on that. Even though I had like, what, three second sample timers on it? <laughs> but you just make it, you know what I'm saying? You, you get a beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just freak out the little beep, yo. What you got to do? Yeah, because yeah, see, a lot of cats don't know about like those classic machines. Your sample time was oh, not man. a lot. Because I remember when five seconds was like. Heaven. Ooh, five? five. Now you just throw <laughs> throw a whole song up there. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, to infinity. You yeah, know? to infinity. Unlimited tracks. Like, I came from analog hard equipment, you know? Mm-hmm. Shorts in your faders and all that type of stuff. I, you don't know about a short? What? I just faders <laughs> digital. It's not short, not yeah, ever. You know about RCA connections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> The tomb of forgotten RCAs, yo, is right in that next room. <laughs> Real talk. Man, oh, I've been through some cable stories, man. I got so many of them. Like, this cable right here is just dumb. Look, it's crooked and everything. <laughs> but it still gets the job done. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, see, like, how I came up. Through production, see, I see, I was the tweener. Mm. Okay, between when hardware was going out of style, and now you know you had the you know the computers coming. Yeah. In. So like, like the first piece of equipment I ever worked on was over at my boy's house. He had a um, ASR. Ah, nice. No, no, it was an SP twelve hundred. My bad. It okay. Was an SP. Okay. So, you know, I'm looking at this. You know, I'm like. Cause you know MP was rolling, so my man had this, and you know for you know me being you know young and dumb, mm-hmm. what's this? You know, mm-hmm. and then he told me, yeah, your boys Mob Deep made that infamous album on this, yeah. and I was like, oh okay, how can I learn this, right? 
But see, now he was one of the few dudes. Now he let me touch it, mm-hmm. okay? Because I've been to many producers' cribs, right? Mm. Where you wasn't allowed to touch the equipment. Oh yeah, hands off policy. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, no mind, no touch that right there. You, and you know what? And it was even bad too. You couldn't look too hard at mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was almost like yeah. you had to walk into their crib blindfolded. They spin you around, throw you in the trunk. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you pop up like, okay, don't touch nothing. Don't what touch do you nothing. want? <laughs> You know, know, and then also, too, you know, so, so like, for me, you know, I understand both worlds, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I understand, like, you know, the sound quality on the classic hardware is totally different than digital. Oh, yeah. You know, but I understand, you know, you know, the mixing of the two. So, Mm -hmm. let me, okay, now, see, since you're a, I don't even know what to call you, you Mr. Know-it-all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What do you like the best? Oh, man. What I like the best is, I want to say being in the element. Because both worlds like have their own separate contributions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like, for instance, I got the analog MPC that's... That's a machine by itself. I could take that right there and sit over there. I don't need nothing else. Mm-hmm. This right here I got connected to the computer, but it's still an MPC. Mm-hmm. But now I got that, like we were saying, infinite tracks. I can go anywhere with it real quick, too. Like right here, I'm going to take a floppy disk, put it in, find the record, chop a piece of it, load it, all that. When on the computer, I just click, 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 click. Mm. And it's there. So depending on how I'm feeling, because some days I feel like grabbing a random record and bam. Like the other day, I was I was listening um to the Wiz soundtrack, mm. and it was a sample for a banger that I did, but I forgot. It was actually it was the song with that um JBB and Mozart shit that mm. um. Rush, JPB, uh, who that? Who that trying to hold the fight? Mm-hmm. It was a the that uh, that shit's off the whiz. And I played that record like, oh, I know that it's a sample. Who used it? <laughs> and I was like, I did. <laughs> but that's because every day I'll just grab a random record, throw it on, bam. Oh, I like that, bam, and then throw it on there, put it back, and later on, I don't even remember. Sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be one of them months. Do they even still make floppy disks, man? Oh, man. Um, It's hard to get them. Might get a good pack at a thrift shop or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, a lot of um, older music stores might have them. Service stores that might service equipment. You could probably get something there. Mm -hmm. But but they're tough because... A lot of dudes, and I see them online looking for like zip disks and all that uh-huh. for their machines, and they're they're like it's rare. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, man, the thing was like rocks. You yeah. can find them anywhere now. Anywhere, it's like, throwing them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here, I take them. I don't even want them. Yeah, yeah, I so, got my little box right here. So you've been. So how long you been been doing hip hop? Ah oh, man, hip hop. I've been. I've been doing this since, like, I'd say the late 80s, mid to late 80s. Mm-hmm. And I've been through, like, pretty much every stage. That's the thing. 
Like I am like all around hip hop, b boy, DJ, MC, writer, producer. Like I can do all that shit. Mm-hmm. When I was skinny, I could break down like a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, like um, it started. I want to say, cause okay, I'd probably say, dang, it's a toss up between. Graffiti and break dancing at first, because mm-hmm. on my block, like there was, we had a bunch of crews around. It was um the, the graffiti crew that was from my neighborhood. They were NBA, nothing but art. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, you got a picture of this. I'm, it's right across the street from Paramount Studios. Bam, mm-hmm. that's the backdrop to my neighborhood, Paramount Studios. So we're like across the street, but. Our block is like crazy, reckless, out of control, crazy. And so um, there was, there were the crew that was, they were putting it up. So Paramount had this big parking lot, and at the back it was this huge wall. Every holiday they would bust a different piece on there, mm-hmm. like straight out of Beat Street type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? And so that that's how um, we ended up. Being, I ended up being on some graffiti shit for real because I was like the homies' older brothers, and we was the little dudes watching that. Like, oh man, that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to learn how to do that. So you know, eventually we started our own crew and got into all that. And then on the other side of that, there was a lot of breakdancing crews, Shake City Rockers, Midnight City Breakers, all them dudes that would breakdance down at the corner of Holly Grove. Mm-hmm. And so we would be down there watching them. They'd be getting down. Ah, ah, Mr. Wiggles and all them niggas just down there. And so we try to imitate that. We go to the furniture store and grab us a cardboard box and try to do some moves and all that. So that's how that started. And then eventually moved on to DJing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was just a fan of music. You know, so it was just natural to be a DJ. And my mom's bought me my first set. It was a Gemini Scratchmaster set. Came with two janky ass turntables uh-huh. and a little Scratchmaster mixer with the <laughs> the the, the flip on um, the toggle switches uh-huh. so you could transform. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And she bought me that, and that was my first setup, man. We were doing parties in like junior high school. Mm. Like me and um, that's all. It goes back to my man DJ Kidwick. That's like my original DJ partner. Like we used to get busy we had so much juice they let us leave school to go to my house and make a (laughs) mixtape for the dance at noon Uh (laughs) so we got a pass like yeah y'all just leave go to this dude's house get your mix on real quick come back record it play it for everybody yo and that's what we did yo Mm -hmm. and so that's how that dj started which eventually went into rapping i wrote my first rap and like Seventh, eighth grade. No, no, no. Wait a, I want to say sixth grade. But uh, that was like super cheesy. But eighth grade was like when I first really wrote the dope joint and shit. Mm-hmm. And niggas still know to, to this day. They'll come up to me and start kicking that rhyme. Like, wow, how do y'all even remember that stuff? You want to you hear something? Hey, <laughs> this is real rap. Man. Hey, 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 man. Bust it out. 
Look, it goes, I'm dope, cold, chilling, fresh in the place. Got the big ass speakers on the fresh ass bass. All the party people in the house having a good time while I'm kicking on back and busting the rock. People dancing over here, people dancing over there, people dancing on the ceiling, people dancing on the chairs. Dancing outside, they dancing in the streets, party people rocking hard to my fresh beat. I'm rocking on the mic and now I'm real fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna kick the rest of it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might record that one day. No, but. no okay, now. Now, you just described the elements of hip-hop, mm -hmm. which, you know what I'm saying, these young dudes have no clue because oh, no, no, clue. no one no one's doing graffiti no more. Nah. Okay, the B-Boy's dead. Mm -hmm. All right, the DJ, you know, the, there, there's that episode of Real Rap where I'm going to go in on the, you know, the DJ. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, you know, now it's just all just, really, hip-hop nowadays is primarily production and rapping. Yeah. You know, without the, you know, they, it's not even the knowledge part either. Mm -mm. You know, it's just rapping, rapping production. and production. You know, so so, where did that come in? Where you know the other elements just, you know, because you know, even I could say I've done all the elements of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Because back in the day, you know, what I'm saying I had my own personal cardboard. Yeah. Okay. I was known as the fresh one. Uh, okay. The so fresh I, one. I, yo, not only did I have my own cardboard, I tagged it up. Uh, nice. Okay. So boom, you know. So I was out breaking. Yeah. Okay. Then from that, okay. See, I didn't start rapping till later in life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I was you know always tagging. I was always into the artistic aspect of it because I couldn't draw. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't good with no spray. I tried to spray paint. Mm. That was miserable, but you know I had <laughs> markers. Uh, so yeah. you know I'm like you know tagging, nice. you know <laughs> mean streak and shit, fat pilot. You know what I'm saying? the fresh one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know have my own specialty because even the way I write now, mm. you know um, reminiscent of a graffiti writer. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of graffiti-ish. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know those elements are gone. Yeah, they they've definitely faded to the background. Because and I think I'd say it it changed when rap and production became a valuable money making commodity. Because mm. you know at first yeah they was still making money but it was still fresh in the midst of all that and rap and production kind of emerged into the forefront of that as making the biggest money mm -hmm. and that's I, I'd say to me that's how it happened. Cause like a lot of that, like I follow, I still follow a lot of breaking and graffiti stuff. Like, matter of fact, just last month in um, LA, they had the B Boy Summit, which they have every year. Mm -hmm. Just a gathering of all the B Boys, all the breakers, all the writers, all the MCs. Like, and it's really like the the raw aspect of it is, I'd say it's really underground right now, and you have to, you really got to seek it out. You know, it's yeah. not. It's not there for you to just see and and experience. You have to embed yourself in the culture and and like get in the side door where the events is going down. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and so I, that's how I feel. That's what that's what I think that that's when it switched over when when rap and production started making so much money. Mm -hmm. And that that because you know nowadays I I can't front. B boys is getting money in the big worldwide contests and all that, but. On a popular commercial level, it's it's not happening. Mm. What happened to the DJ? Because the DJ is dead. In my and uh, look in my book, because look when you go out, 
to a club or something, right? Mm. I remember tra- you said transform. Yeah. I know that, and yeah, that, and that's not a movie. Mm-mm, nope, okay, that's not a cartoon. <laughs> okay, I re- uh-huh. okay, yeah. I remember. Look, I remember. You know, you went. And the DJ was so dope that sometimes you didn't even dance. Yeah. You okay. go to the party to check out a specific DJ. Like, yo, this dude's spinning it. Oh, I'm there. Okay, you standing there, you know, in your B-boy stance, mm-hmm. checking him checking out. Checking him like, out. <laughs> you know, bobbing your head like, <laughs> er, 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 you know. You don't get that. I mean, when you go out nowadays, right, you'll get a DJ. They can't even blend. Ah, uh, no blends. Blends don't exist. <laughs> okay, let alone <laughs> cutting. Okay, you ain't get that. You know, you'll get icky icky. Then here comes the next song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is even at the you know so-called hip hop spots. Uh. Okay, like the DJ is not up there conducting. You know the, the, the audience. The you, know, to. you know, because the DJ, you know, at one time was him. You know, because mm-hmm. the DJ was without the DJ, we wouldn't have hip hop. Yeah, we wouldn't have hip hop. It was all about the DJ. You know, and you know, DJs have you know made money, but what what happened to the true art of it? Because everybody wants to blame, you know, technology for it. Yeah. You know, because now everybody can have it, mm-hmm. which to a certain degree I get. But even before that, the DJ was slipping. What happened? In, in your opinion? In my opinion, wasn't making enough money. <laughs> <laughs> And that's really what it comes down to. That's why a lot of the stuff is watered down. It comes down to the money. Mm-hmm. And the people that are going to back it, they're like, okay, is this going to make me money back? If not, I'm not even fucking with it. And that's that, That's what really happened. Because the technology, man, like I think the technology advanced it. Like you could do super dope stuff now. Like where before, you know, you're you're getting busy on the two tables. Now you got auto cues and you hit a button and it's going to play right to that part of the song and you, you don't even got to switch records anymore. You just hit the button and your fires are switching. Like You're like, ah, He-Man on the thing. Like, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? And what's up? Oh, hold up, people. I got to... Uh... Don't worry. Oh, you're just passing the, the phone back? Yes, oh, this is the video of your room. We, we had to bring proof that his room is cleaned up. <laughs> we keep it all the way real, yo. Next, they're going to put security cameras up there. That's coming. Oh, they're there. <laughs> they just don't know. They don't, give it, they don't get access to that. <laughs> hey, where's Too Real at? Tell them to check it out. Yeah, so back to the DJ. I mean, there's, you know what, because, like, I go on YouTube, right, and I'll be amazed, like, the, like, a lot of, uh, it's a, it's kind of a conflict of interest, though, because a lot of the hardcore fundamental DJs, they're like, if you're on that electronic shit, if you haven't touched records and shit, you're not a real DJ, but I don't feel like that. It's kind of weird, because, like, the records and all that shit is dope, but it's dope that I can make a jam, record it, mix it, and go to the joint and play it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, without having to go get vinyl pressed off or something like that. And not to mention, you know, of course, you get a little workout, but carrying 10 crates, 
it's kind of. Uh, uh, I know about carrying crates. Or, or do I just take this laptop in here with a little controller that I can still cut up on? Like, cause, cause I think for real, for real, it's all about the skills, yo. Mm-hmm. If you got the skills, you're gonna take whatever platform you're on and rock it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I do agree. You should be versed in, in vinyl and know how it works and, and where it came from and all that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I like that electronic stuff. Just like I said, I had, well, how much? I, I said I had thirty-five thousand songs or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. I can I can go to the party with thirty-five thousand songs. <laughs> man, you do that with old vinyl, man. That that's uh, that's a that's a semi truck. Man, <laughs> Not two hours, you get twelve dudes like oh, I'm carrying these. Do this crates. record now. <laughs> Find it quick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pull the sleeve out. Ah, oh, the record's not in there. <laughs> or it's warped. How's this work? Next song. Next song. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I don't know. The DJ element, man, it's, it's real dope. But a lot of dudes nowadays don't really have the skills, per se, or the fundamentals. And, like, they, they think they're DJs mentally, but they're really not. Because they, they think because they got... 35,000 songs <laughs> that they can get out there and and just play music but you know it's all about knowing the vibes it's a feeling that goes along with DJing like you can go and, and peep out the crowd and, and how the atmosphere is and cater all your mixes towards that mm-hmm. and have them rocking or you can go on your own obscure vibe and just go off the wall with it you know it's, it's it's so many different ways to do it man and i think a lot of dudes nowadays they don't they don't really know about that they don't know they're not in touch with the crowd and the element they're just like oh yeah, i'm gonna play the hottest top 10 records and i'm a dj i'm the best <laughs> now like you said they don't even mix they don't blend Nothing. Some of these dudes don't even have at least a controller. That's turntable esque, you know. <laughs> Something. Dog, I've gone to many a function, right? Now I just see a laptop. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. That's it. Okay. And you know, they'll let the song play, let the song fade out. Mm-hmm. You got that dead space. Yep. It's then next song. Everybody looking around. Okay. Or my personal favorite, like some DJs, like, um, I give them credit, you know, how they try to incorporate hip-hop, but they'll give you, like, this fucking history lesson. Ah, oh, they'll play, They'll play the original sample, mm. then the song come in. I mean, that's man. cute. Okay, but, yeah, okay, I got the history lesson, you know, mm. I've been to those functions, like, a few songs, even I didn't know. I was like, oh, for real, oh, okay, mm. let me go, okay, cool. But you know, they there's no the, the movement is very herky jerky. Yeah, you know, it's it's not it's not seamless. No, like you want that blend. Like like I've been to joints where you're rocking so hard, <laughs> and the DJ mixes in the next song so perfectly on the right beat. By the time you even realize the song changed, you're like, oh, it's a different. <laughs> But you're still rocking. And you're like, ah, he's killing it. You know what I'm saying? His blend is on point. He's gone. He left. Yeah. Oh. Lav, he stepped in some dookie. Yes, 
Wow. Diesel, get out of here. Oh. He went upstairs. So he came and dookied in here and then left. Wow. This is real rap, people. This really is going down right now in the studio. All right. You're going to have to get your mop game up. We don't want no fecal hey, matter hey, on man. my drum pads or nothing. Hey, look, at least that you ain't got carpet. Oh, fecal matter on your carpet. You know what I'm saying? It's one that hit record. Fecal matter on your carpet. <laughs> the spot is getting darkened. Please don't step on it. No, I don't want it. Because, yeah, you, know, you know, I mean, there's just so many, you know, the rapping right now mm -hmm. mainstream because you know i just want to make like a, a a separation of church and state here okay okay industry rap stinks mm. okay there, there I, I don't know anybody who can defend the quality of industry rap all right now the underground now my, my question to you is this okay you you are hip-hop mm -hmm. where is this disconnect between the fans and the underground right now Cause there's a huge disconnect. Cause everybody keeps saying, you know, I keep seeing the memes on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the one with Michelle Obama. Have you seen it? The one with her. She's wearing a MF Doom's mask. Nah. And it says, uh, "Please bring back real hip hop." Oh shit. Now when I saw that, right, I got angered. Mm -hmm. All right, because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you got SoundCloud. You got Reverb Nation. Mm -hmm. uh, SoundClick. Okay, there's cats out there, right? Yep. So Ooh. my question is. Where is this? And everybody got internet access nowadays. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where's this disconnect? Hmm. Now. And even on even on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Where, where's the disconnect? I think the disconnect happens when there's way too many options. Because mm -hmm. right now there's way too many options, yo. Like. A lot of people will be like, oh, hip-hop's dead, it's over. No, it's still there. But now you have to go find it. Before, it was an elite group of dudes that were really talented and really top-notch that got the privilege to be the artists of the time period. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, everybody in their mama's an artist. So, when before, you can... Throw a stone and hit a hit a rapper that was good. Now you throw a stone and you hit a posse. <laughs> like it's not even a pot; it's an armada. Yeah, it's an armada, <laughs> yo. And and you really have to comb through and and you gotta take the fine tooth comb and go through and. And actually take a listen to a lot of this stuff because there's a lot of stuff out there. Like I, people trip out because I like so much different stuff. But like I like all of it. I like dope shit. I, I like some whack shit. <laughs> I'll play it. And be like, why the fuck are you playing that? Because I, I like it. Something about it I like. Because it's to me, it's all about vibes, feelings. Sometimes something they say might touch you a certain way, or you might be like. There's songs where I'm like, I hate that fucking song. And then I, so I get in a situation, and all of a sudden, that's my number one jam. Because it's talking about what I'm going through. So it really depends. But there's a separation because a lot of people have become complacent with what's fed to them. Mm -hmm. And they get lazy. They don't want to go out and, and listen to nothing new. And, and plus, it's difficult to listen to something new. 
Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. I download a lot of stuff, and it takes me a while. Like, like there's a the Hip Hop TXL series. They got a, it's like a mixtape series mm. of all the new stuff that comes out. And I, I keep downloading them, but there's so much stuff I can't get to it all. Like, there's a plethora of songs I haven't even listened to yet. Like, oh, I'll, and like, or I'll put it on random and it'll play some joke. Yo, who is that? Where'd that come from? <laughs> I'll be like, oh, okay. And then now it's in my head, so I've, I've, I've focused in on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I like that joint. Let me, let me check out more from this artist. And so, and I think that's where the disconnect is that there's so much to choose from. And people are, don't really want to put in the effort to to go through and take the time and listen. Because everybody, everybody, now we're living in an instant world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where before, back in the days, I go to the homie's house. Oh, you got that hot tape with this dude doing 27 blends on it. Yo, let me get that. All right, cool. Put your tape in, press record, and we're going to listen to the whole thing and wait while it does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now, high speed dubbing? Yo, oh, high, oh, oh. Yeah, high speed dubbing. He was the man. Oh, he got the high speed. Homie, let me get that real quick. <laughs> Bow. Oh, thank you. Our bus comes at eight. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, fuck, I'll download 27 albums in three minutes. Yeah, the, the, you know what I'm saying? There I click on a button, boop, shoom, instantly, bam, that's me. Uh, Just depending, depending on you know what type of uh, internet connection you got. Too, that's real. That's real. Because you know, twenty, it could, you could either do that in three minutes or three hours, but still, Ooh. boom, you know, because it's available though. Yeah. right at the at the point. Yeah, because like you know, just like right here, I'm gonna take this disc, put it in, do that, wait for my sound. Right here, I'm like, uh. <laughs> so it's it's like this is kind of like the the disconnecting it all because I remember when I actually first got into PC productions when I was doing my first album Life in Stereo mm-hmm. with um I C Freeman and Obertron Vision. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I had actually seen the whole computer interface production and recording shit. Because mm-hmm. before that, I was all you know mix boards and and, and recorders and shit, and so. They put me on. There was like that was a time when, when they had the begun to change over, and people were like, "Oh, you can't make real hip hop on a computer." <laughs> like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold on. I don't mean to interrupt. Right, there's a local cat here. I ain't gonna mention his name. Now, I heard the war report. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but from from two sources told me this one cat. Yeah. If you ain't got an MP, you ain't making real hip hop. Oh man. Now, a couple years later, that same cat who said it, oh yeah, yeah, you know, mm. Pro Tools. Mm. Oh yeah, he got Pro Tools and shit. Mm. <laughs> making real hip hop, but yeah. you can't. You ain't got an MP. You ain't got an MP. You ain't got it. <laughs> and that used to be the mentality, too. I remember when I first started using Reason, people were like, yeah, what you working on? Reason? Oh, you don't have a keyboard? Uh, I'm not coming to your studio. <laughs> <laughs> the bias. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't have the Triton, but I got a mini controller and I actually have all the Triton sounds on my computer. So I don't know if that makes a difference or not, but hey, there it goes. Uh, now, see, now you know what? Now, now, here's the funny thing. Okay. 
No, no, you've seen, okay, what were the top machines back in the day before everybody got, you know, their little laptops? Run through them. Because a lot of okay. these dudes don't know. Damn, we got to. Because you said Triton to yeah. us. We know what that is. Yeah, that's a lot of dudes don't know yo. what a Triton Ooh, that Triton. Oh, Hold on, when that shit, yo, when that shit came out, oh no, you could tell who got Tritons, mm -hmm. okay? Because you could tell, like, oh, wait a minute, they don't sound the same. Mm -hmm. Then you found they got that Triton. Yeah. Okay. Then that next album, right? Because you know, once they got that Triton, eh, it, it was still them, but it wasn't mass per mm -hmm. perfected. Then the next album, oh yeah, okay, well they back. You know, yeah. So, but yeah, but what were the top machines? Oh man. Let's see, it was definitely NPCs. And this is a time where you had to buy the machine. So <laughs> if you weren't serious about it, you didn't even you couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, how much, wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay. I don't mean to cut you off, right? Mm. Now, you said you had to buy them, right? Yeah. How much were they back in the day? This machine right here, I'd say like. Now that's 12 the, to 1500. Okay, because that's the MPC 2000 XL. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because the next one right over is just That's a, the two thousand. Yeah, yeah, they just a regular, not XL. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know the fifteen hundred. Yeah, easily. Mm -hmm. And and cause see with these joints, you gotta. Sorry, I can turn you off real quick. You gotta get upgrades. Mm. So if you want to max it out, mm -hmm. oh, we talking a pretty penny. Cause then you get the eight outs. Uh huh. Get all your connects and then internally you can max out your memory mm -hmm. so that's gonna yeah, cost you a couple tips on um this one i have um I'm on, i want to say it's um 32 it's upgraded to the 32 chip and shit mm -hmm. i want to say i got it from so how many seconds is that oh man shoot <laughs> 10 plus? Oh, 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> these, hey, look, these young producers nowadays could not work with 10 seconds. Ah, oh, no, they cannot do it. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so 15, because you know, nowadays, man, the only thing you got to do now is just go out, boom, buy that little laptop for 300. Yeah. Okay. Go on the torrent site, download, you know what I'm saying, a crack program. Yeah. You're in the game. They're in the game. Okay, so basically, I right, 300 uh, plus your internet connection, that's 350. Mm-hmm. Versus 1500. Yeah, and that's for, just for, for that for one 10 piece. seconds. Oh, that's, that's not with the 10 seconds. No, you're not uh, getting the 10 seconds. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the basic joint, yo. He said the basic. Nah, I could, I, man, I, I want to look this but, up because yeah, I don't want to be quoting wrong time mm -hmm. periods well, or time man, man. but i know with the the upgrade you get way more sample time mm -hmm. i'm just trying to think of the numbers right now i'm rusty on that mm. so i'm like sure i'm about to lick it up google look up everything yo this thing like i look up everything somebody says something oh yeah let me look it up <laughs> <laughs> But um, let's see. Yeah, man, it, it, it took a lot more back then, cause you're gonna have to buy this. Then you're gonna have to go buy turntable. Yeah, a turntable. You have cassette, to buy a cassette. Yep. Cassette player. Then yep. you know when everybody mixer. Yep. Don't forget the CD player when cats move to CDs. Oh, CDs. Ooh, 
Dudes don't even be having CD players now. <laughs> it's crazy. They're like, yeah, email me the track. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. <laughs> yeah, so there was the MP, mm-hmm. uh, the classic ASR 10. Yeah, ASR, uh-huh. SP12. Well, really the 1200, because the 12 is the... Mm. The lesser sample time when the 1200 is upgraded. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. There was a couple more keyboards, too, I'm trying to think of that people were using. Uh, you remember when everybody's using Casios? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the cheesy Casio sounds. Who got Swiss Beats got sued over there, didn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. wow, he got sued for using Casio sounds. But, um... Because he was using presets. Yeah. <laughs> That's like dudes be using the presets in a reason. I'll be like, ah, that was a preset. <laughs> I have that same beat. <laughs> yeah, because I remember like um like around here in Pittsburgh, right, when when Casio came out, mm-hmm. oh, everybody was making, you know what I'm saying, them West Coasty beats. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, I know you from you from the Mecca of LA. Mm-hmm. Nah, but keep it real. Your man did have a bias. Against West Coast, well, when the Casio came in, when the mm. Casio music came, I didn't like it. Mm. Okay, because like I loved, to me, I always like West Coast rappers a little bit better than East Coast rappers mm. because, to me, West Coast rappers were a little rougher. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know they were, you know, East Coast was more lyrical, but something about the West Coast, you know, they, they was you know cute because when Cube. Left NWA. Ah oh, man. Okay, you cannot tell me during that time frame, Q was not the dude. Yeah, he was killing it. Okay, that who was who was buried in Q during? During that, who was buried in Q? America's most wanted. Nobody, yo. Q was a dude. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like he then had with the, the cast. stories. Oh man, he, he he make you visualize what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because uh, so when when the Casio came into play, I didn't like that, you know. Mm. Cause, yeah, because the sound at that point was getting kind of cheesy. Everybody was trying to mimic it. Mm-hmm. So I could see that happening. Yeah, the drums wasn't hitting mm. on that thing, you know. Mm. Then, um, you know, when um, the Triton came. Cause what was before the Triton? That's what I'm trying to figure out because it was something else before that that everybody was using. I'm drawing blank because it, yeah, because it was a, you know MP, because actually you know like the ASR was hot, okay SP twelve hundred, then the MP because you know mm. everybody tends to think MP just came out, everybody was using no, oh, no 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 no, Mm-mm. all right then MP became like the standard, yeah, then there was that one keyboard. In between that, then when cats got their Tritons, okay. Then they start midian that with the MP. Mm-hmm. They took it to a whole new level. Yeah, yep. Then you had um, the Yamaha Motif series. Yeah, the Motifs. Okay, because that's when, you know, because Triton came out first. Then that Motifs, because I had a Motif 6. Mm. Okay, because that's when I really start, you know what I'm saying, doing production. Yeah. Okay, then from then, I think, what was the last major keyboard? That was, uh, you remember when everybody was getting rack models? Mm-hmm. Yep. Y'all know about rack. Yeah, ooh, Look it up. The rack. You scroll through your sounds. Uh-huh. Oh, man. The little green screen. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that one right there. 
Because <laughs> uh, the last the last major uh, piece of hardware really was um, the Rolling Phantom, right? Yeah. Because that, oh, I want one of those. Phantom's nice. Yeah. Mm. You know what else? I want to try that Timberland drum machine. <laughs> Have you seen that thing? Like, Timberland has his own machine. Though. Is it the one that looks like, it's a keyboard that looks like a computer? Yeah, it's got like a screen, yeah. the internet, the pads, oh, yeah. the mix faders, mm. and the keys. It's, it's just everything you bang. Everything. Yeah. You can even go online with it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. It's really expensive, but it's dope. How much is it? Ah, right, let's look it up. <laughs> you know but yeah, you, let me ask you this now. What what is really West Coast hip hop? Because you was there at the birth of it. Ah oh, man. Okay, so so okay, you know, part of real rap is myth busting. Okay. Okay. So what was really real? Was NWA really them dudes that they said they was on the mic? Ah oh, what, what What's what's the true culture of West Coast hip hop? See, it's a lot that goes into that because. From from your perspective, it's all about you. Because a lot of people have the misconception that West Coast is only gangster rap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or, or hardcore. It's a lot of that going on because that's the culture and the lifestyle, so that's what you're getting. Mm -hmm. But there is a whole lot of other aspects going along also because the West Coast is not only just... L.A., South Central, Compton, Watts, it's Sacramento, San Diego, Berkeley, San Francisco, Oakland, Stockton, like, Bakersfield. Like, you, you go up and down the whole coast, it's a lot of different styles. Uh -huh. Like, like the Bay, to me, it's like a mini New York. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's chill. It's, it's northern climate so it gets cold mm. dudes wearing bubble jackets and boots and shit LA it's, it's southern south we south of the equator we hot as a motherfucker you know what I'm saying but so there's a lot of different styles and then LA is like a big melting pot a lot of people come to LA from different places and and take up residence and they bring their styles with them. So it's kind of like a gumbo pot of everything. It's a mixture. Mm. Like, there's... But there is a lot of gangster rap, though. Mm. A lot of the, the gangster shit is dominant because that's what people want to hear. Mm. They're they're drawn towards the... I guess you'd say the violent tones and the... That lifestyle in general, which which really gained, made it so popular in the first place because everybody wants to live that gangster lifestyle and yeah. it's alluring to a lot of people. But, yeah, there's so many styles, man. I'd say West Coast hip-hop is like a culmination of all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little bit of East Coast because, you know, New York started it. Mm. And then... It came out to L.A. and then, bam, smashed everywhere in between. Mm -hmm. So the original, like, if you, you think about the the L.A. basic style, it's that one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, just like Curtis Blow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sometimes I rap, like, my wife was funny. She told me I rap like Curtis Blow the other day. <laughs> I said, so you're like, why are you rapping like Curtis Blow? 
So the West Coast style, man, it's it's a lot of hardcore, say what you want, do whatever you want, say what you mean, and don't care nothing about what nobody got to say about it. And that's really what brought our edge, and that's why it allowed so many different styles to manifest out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, for instance, you could go from Ice Cube and them dudes to Souls of Mischief. 93 to infinity, Dell the Homo sapien. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes, AC alone, Freestyle Fellowship. See, Cass forgot about them. Yeah, oh, oh Freestyle they Fellowship. About, they forgot man. about them, man. You know who That's my top notch MC. You right know who there, my group man. was from the West Coast? What up? Cypress Hill. Oh, Cypress, yeah. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill boys, they was doing their thing. It's a lot of groups, man, out of that way. So there's, then you can see how there's so many different styles that it's it's kind of hard to just say, bam, this is one style that, that we rep because it's really not one style. It's a lot of different styles. Now I could say the the most prominent style would be the gangster rap because mm-hmm. made the most money. <laughs> Back to the money. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Cause you know another West Coast rapper that everybody seems like either a they never heard of or they forgot. Mm-hmm. To me, is one of the most lyrical dudes I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. One of them, Raz Kaz. Oh, Raz Kaz, yeah. A matter of fact, I got um some new shit. He got a mixtape out, yo. What's up? I heard it. It was aight. Yeah, it was aight. It was aight. Yeah, I'm like. But uh, I like that um his verse on "I Am the Future." Yo, when it was like his future self coming back and telling yo, that verse was crazy. That was like the Raz cast that, that you look for, you know what I'm saying? Because when he came out, man, he was ill. When was I first Ill. heard him, man, I was surprised he's from the West Coast. Because mm. to me, he, he New York all day. All day. All day. One of them lyrical dudes, yo. Yeah, you know, because, you know, you know, there's also to the popular misconception that, you know, lyrical dudes was just primarily in New York. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and he shattered that. Shattered know? that. Cause there's a lot of lyrical West Coast dudes. A lot of them. I'm like, hmm. So, besides, you know, because, you know, when we think about West Coast hip-hop, you know, on the production side, there's yeah. always drag. Mm-hmm. Number one, that cats act like nobody else. Cats forgot about DJ Battle Cat. Oh, Battle Cat was dope. Okay, so so who was besides Drake? Okay, who were some of the best producers? You know, from the West Coast. Damn, you was there. See, and and it's funny because Dre kind of just outshines everybody so bad that you don't even think of anybody else. <laughs> It is it's messed up to say, but it's really true. Now, like I said, Battle Cat was dope. I'm trying to think. Um, shit, Sir Jinx and the Lynch Mob, them dudes. And they Everybody was doing forgot it. about Jinx. Um, shoot. Up north, um, I do Rick Rock. Man, I'm trying to think. Who else, man? Cause there's a lot of good producers coming out, but you know that Dre name kind of yeah he shuts it he shuts it down yo it's just Dre yeah and you cause you know now I tell people this right like I've had issues with Dre mm. okay like when he came out when N.W.A. loved him once they broke up 
I ain't liked her because to this day I don't like the Chronic. Mm. I'm one of the few dudes who actually. Yeah, I don't like the Chronic. Mm. Okay, I ain't start liking Dre again till 2000 Chronic 2001. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, but then again, he had Pittsburgh help. Melman, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, you know, and then you know everybody's uh, Scott Scorch, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you know, because yeah. you know I heard like that's when Dre became the assembly line, mm-hmm. yep. you know what I'm saying, you know, which you know um, as far as production goes, you know, for you cats out there, like a lot of your favorite producers, just because he got his name on top, he only pressed the button. Yep. On all them joints, mm-hmm. just throw his name out there, boom, so it could sell. Yeah, back to the money again. Back to the money. Like I just read something the other day about ghost producers. What ghost producers? That blew me up. Like yo, what? You already got good. Hey, why not? You got the writers. You might as well have the producers. Mm-hmm. You know. And he give the hotness to the dude with the name that's recognizable. That can what? Bring the money, money in. in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you and then know. at that point, do you really care that your name's not out if you're getting a $100,000 royalty check? <laughs> I wouldn't. Like, oh. You know, you know, because uh, what, don't some of them have like that, um, uh, uh, what they call it, where you can't talk about that you produced it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, forgot, uh, I forgot the claws in there. You know, yeah, or, I can't think of the term right yeah, now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of things that go into production that dudes just, you know, mm-hmm. don't know, you know. Boom, because, I mean, you know, we right now we could uh, do, a pre, you know, an assembly line. You lay down mm-hmm. a drum track, I had to eek, 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 there you go. Uh-huh. Beat. Beat, you right know. there. You know what I'm saying? And then dudes are taking, like, some of the samples they're taking are just, already hot so then you just add your your chops to it and mm-hmm. bam there you go like that nothing with a g thing that's the whole yeah thing. <laughs> i'm like wow but what's dope he went and got live players and replayed it so now he's like orchestra you know yo let me get this dude like you said assembly line this dude this dude yo y'all play that <laughs> I'm gonna rock these drums, EQ it, yo. I did everything. Cause a lot of classic samples, like when you throw them in um in your equipment, right? You'll find out them shits is off. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of yeah. dudes don't know that. They you don't know, know that because that's that live instrumentation from that record. Mm-hmm. You know, and they added their own swing. Yeah. You know, so when you um, break it down, you know, cause you know everything we do is one, two, three, four, one. You know, they mm-hmm. was one. Seven, eight, nine, three, four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, you, you know, your equipment ain't reading this like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's like that those elements, you know, because like, you know, when you listen to those classic albums and stuff, you got to remember, it wasn't the artists who did it. They had a band and that they brought different, you know, a specific drum player because they like how you his natural drum swing, the bass player, you know. Yeah. So you had all that coming in and where hip-hop came in, where you took all that and then you added your own shit on top of it. Yeah. You, know, you take it, your favorite piece and chop it down mm-hmm. and create something whole new out of it. But now, you know, since everything is digital pretty much, now it's just, you know, it's just you. So you have, you mm-hmm. know, and to me sometimes... 
you could tell when it's like too much of one dude mm-hmm. all the time because it becomes repetitive, same exactly. type of things. Yeah. Same ideas. Yeah, you gotta mix it up. So so what in your eyes, right, as of right now, twenty fourteen going into twenty fifteen, what are some of the good things about production? Some of the things that the dudes need to just let that shit go. Mm. Some of the good things right now, I really like heavy bass. And a lot of that trap music is like super bass sounds and subs and a bunch of that, 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 hi-hats and weird sounds in the back. I like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's real dope, man. That's That's real good about right now. And um, it's a lot of young dudes that are coming up. Like, there's some talent out there. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these young dudes are, are really, like, they're saying some stuff. Because I kind of look at it, like, the same way as back in the days. You had to find the dope shit. Like, mm-hmm. There was always dudes that were whack. There was always, <laughs> you know? And there was always the commercial dude that sucked ass. And you're like, why is this record even playing? But it's playing. And it's kind of like that now. You just got to search through the bullshit to find the quality music, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, some of the bad things about what's going on right now is that it's a lot of um, biting Biting is running rampant, and it's actually okay to bite now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a dude will come out with a record, and 10 minutes later, 100,000 dudes got their, what they call a remix now. When, wait, hold on. Uh, pump the brakes. A remix is when the original artist <laughs> takes somebody else and put them on the record, right? Mm-hmm. Not... You taking an instrumental and saying exactly what they said in your voice. <laughs> Just so we get that clear, okay? <laughs> now, this man, it's, it's, it's going crazy. But that's the style right now. Because why? Everybody has access and everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. So they hear the hotness, they be like, oh, I can, I can do that too. I got a verse for that. <laughs> I'm just going to say the hook over the beat the same way this dude said it and just put my lyrics in. And that's that's the bad thing about it, man, because I think it devalues the music somewhat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because back in the days, that beat was for that song. And it was a special thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because before you, you get the, you had to... Get the music. You're looking at the artwork. You're reading the credits. You're like touching either the vinyl cassette, you know, whatever you had, whatever format it was in. Now, <laughs> hit a button and you don't even get no information on it. You know what I'm saying? Half the time, the song's not even labeled. <laughs> and so. I don't know. I think that kind of devalues the the music. The fact that a lot of people are are biting and it's it's cool to bite. It's okay now. When before it's like, oh, that dude said that. That's dope. 
I'm going to say the exact opposite of that because I'm me. <laughs> You're going a different direction than everybody's going, and it's going to be doper than all that. Now it's like, yeah, he said that. I'm going to say it just like that. <laughs> and I'm going to sound just like him. Yo, it's, it's that way on the mic. And also, too, from the production aspect, just looking at it, I hear a lot of that, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like cats, um, once they get that little drum kit that everybody's using, uh. once, once they figure out, like, what sounds is hot right now, okay, so you just hear, like, a variation of that. Um, and w when I talk about that, too, right, I'm also not, not just trap music, right? Mm -hmm. I hear that in good old hip-hop because everybody mm. wants to stay in the 90s yeah. so you get that you know everybody's using the same old soul records mm -hmm. you know the same old Them. you know dusty kits yep. ultimate know. break beats records and so yeah you know i mean you know which is cool that you can finally get them but you mm. know they, they forgot like hip-hop you're supposed to add like your own creativity yeah and take it to the next step Yep. So then when the next cat come up, you set the bar. He has to go over that. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that's what made it get so dope. Mm -hmm. Everybody was building on top of that. Like, so many old school records where the whole concept is built off a scratch of another record. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you, like, listen back to a lot of the older music, you hear cuts from the dude before that wave that mm -hmm. was doing it. You're like, oh, so he heard that, got inspired, took that, chopped it, and made this out of it. Mm -hmm. And it, it was, man, it was a whole different vibe. Like, I think, for real, for real, people getting sued over sampling changed the whole soundscape of hip-hop. Because mm -hmm. hip-hop oh, is, yeah. is a sample-based genre, you know what I'm saying? It's sample-based music. Because we ain't have nothing we didn't go to school and learn to play an instrument. We didn't. We didn't do none of that. We picked up because, a because, sample because the school systems cut sucks. music out. They cut it out. They cut it out. Like oh, pff, to hell with this. It's out of here. Because mm, it wasn't making no money. No money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody wasn't even going to music competitions, concerts, and shit. Mm -hmm. They wasn't winning money for that, so that had to go. And that's how we picked up the samplers and used that as our instrument and took whatever sounds we can get and made music out of it, mm -hmm. you know? But see, mm -hmm. now here's the funny thing with the digital revolution, right? Now you don't have to sample. And now, this is how I personally feel, it's like uh, real quick. Not, mm -hmm. that, that MXL, yeah, yeah, that mic right there, yeah. MXL. Anyway, <laughs> back on topic, right? It's um, now you got these cats who actually now can have an instrument within the palm of their hands, but yeah. yet there's no education on what to do because yeah. see, if there was education within the schools, you know, now you know hip hop mm -hmm. can hit like a whole new level, a whole you know? new level, you know. But you know, the only uh, class that you got. Either you got to pay for it, which a lot of people can't afford, you mm -hmm. know, music lessons is YouTube. Yeah. Yep. YouTube will show you everything. You know. Shoot, I, got a, I get a lot of Pro Tools tips off YouTube. Oh, dude. You know, 
Look, I ain't gonna look to me. I, I've called you to the new library of Alexandria right oh, there, man. Yeah, you know, but still, but sometimes you do need that human interaction, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's cool, but you know, so you do need that teacher, yeah, who's somebody there with you, who's there with you. Cause there's some stuff that's not in the tutorial mm -hmm. that you need to know just off. Knowing how to play or feeling whatever you gotta feel to to get that music to come alive. Cause you know that also too that you know production back in the day, boom. So you got an MP. Mm -hmm. I go out and buy an MP, right? Mm -hmm. There was no YouTube, so I had to come to you. Yeah. Okay. Yo, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got the manual, but you know the manual makes no sense when yeah. you do it. But so you know, so thus you, you had to teach. To you had to teach somebody how yeah. to, how to be, you know. A producer, you know, because yeah. even I have my mentors who showed me. Yeah, you know, what someone showed them, you know. Now y you do lose that human interaction. Yeah, because before, like, like even with rappers, you had to know a producer to get some beats. When now you don't have to know anybody. You go online and randomly download twelve of the hottest beats ever in existence, and, and that's it. And you'll never see that person or nothing before. You had to go sit with a dude and go through the discs. And, and talk to him. Yeah. Vibe with him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? See if y'all can mesh together. Yeah. Also, too, you had to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Big cheese. Big cheese, yo. Because back then, it wasn't a dime a dozen. And a lot of people didn't have money to even get the equipment. That's why we was rocking off karaoke tape to tape. <laughs> Two boom boxes. <laughs> Remember pause tapes? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, I have the dopest pause mixtape, yo. It's called Fuck a Blend. <laughs> and it's the dopest pause mixtape, yo. I'm going to find this it. in the box over there. Uh -huh. I'm going to play it for you. You're going to be like, yo. This pause tape is so dope. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, I gotta find it. I think it might even be up there somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, the pause mix, it was awesome. Used to do so much stuff. I still use pause mix styles now. Mm -hmm. People are, oh, how you do that? The pause mix taught me that. It'll teach you some valuable stuff, man. Like, even nowadays, like, before we'd have to rock, like, say we rocking tape to tape, pause me style, right? Mm -hmm. You had to rap your whole song. Dudes can't even do a whole take. One. Yeah. One take. That's it. We, not we, not going back. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Take me back here. No. Not, none of that. There was no punching in that thing. You had to perfect it before you even spit that thing. You know? And dudes nowadays, they type it up and don't even know it all the way yet. So so that's a little bit different, man. We had we had because we had that one chance. And if you mess up, you're doing the whole thing over again. So you better know that thing. <laughs> like I tell a lot of dudes, like, yo, you should rap your song over and over again till you know it off the top of your head and then come record it. Mm -hmm. 
because that'll save you time and money. And it sounds a lot better because then you can get into it instead of, you know what I'm saying? I Looking know, at that joint, to, trying to read it. Read off the screen and your screen's busted. Oh, <laughs> man. Mm, that's my next hit record. <laughs> you, know, you know, but, you know, there, there's just so much that, you know, went into hip hop back in the day that, you know, there there is a generation gap in hip hop, which no one really likes to talk about. Yeah. You know, because we're from the previous generation. Yeah. And believe it or not, there's a generation before us. Mm hmm. Yep. Okay. So basically, we're what in three generations of hip hop, but between. The first generation and second generation. Well, no, there's really what, four? Yeah, I want to say four. Four. Because it was them late 70s dudes mm -hmm. that were coming out of disco, soul, and yeah. funk. Mm -hmm. And they were the original hip-hoppers before it was even classified as hip-hop. Mm -hmm. And then you got the 80s to 90s dudes mm -hmm. that... that that time period was really innovative. Mm -hmm. People were pushing because it was so open. There was a lot of original thoughts and ideas coming out. Great music. Then you got the, what, 90s to 2000 period where kind of got real flossy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you got the 2000 up to present date dudes. Which like they're they're like all of hip hop for real because they're you look at them you see the eighties yep. the nineties mm -hmm. you see the two thousands and right now even though a lot of people don't like a lot of stuff that's coming out there's a lot of different new ideas and ways that are coming about like even the way the beats are produced now are different oh yeah like it's got a whole different back and forth swing when before we're like you know what I'm saying like, like and and I, I I can't front I can't say that I don't like it you know because like? it's a lot of dope stuff man but like I said it's mixed in with a lot of watered down stuff that lacks essence lacks quality lacks fundamentals I'm sorry but do you have a backpack a backpack mm -hmm. um what you putting in there? I got in the room, there's the one that goes across like this. It's got a laptop in it. Oh, dope. Cause you know, like one of the things that I've noticed, um, and I try to tell like younger artists, like today's hip hop, as you said before, is a mixture of old school shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, especially like the way these dudes are rapping nowadays, right? You can go back like they to me. It's like I I transported back to 86 Okay, yeah. it's like 1986, you know, what I'm saying how cats was rapping but see the difference between then and now is like them dudes had a passion mm -hmm. You heard it in their voice. Yeah, but they were saying there was a conviction now dude. Yeah they, they mm. lazy with it. Yeah. You know, you know, they trying to be so cool that they, you know, they're frozen. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know, because, like, at times, now, this is just me. But I want, I'm going to throw this out at you, right? 
this this gap. I feel that at times, because you know we're over thirty five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically these cats coming up are our kids. Yeah. Okay. And I feel, and I'm not talking about me and you, because we've passed the knowledge on. Mm-hmm. You know, to the younger generation, but I feel like a lot of cats our age dropped the ball and didn't pass the knowledge. Yeah. That's why you had the mess that you got today. How you feel about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people were stingy with the knowledge. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to pass it because they wanted to to be the only ones to have it, mm-hmm. not knowing that it's important to keep passing down the fundamentals so that it can keep growing and striving in the way it needs to. Mm-hmm. And, and I. I think that's a, a real big issue, man. Like, a lot of older cats hate on the younger cats. Like, oh, forget these dudes. They're terrible. I'm not dealing with none of it. When instead they should be like, okay, I see what y'all doing now. Bam. Add this and this and this to it, mm-hmm. and you'll be all right. And, and then also, a lot of the younger dudes don't want to listen. You try to tell them, like, this is the way that it needs to be done to even sound right. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, you old. Yeah, you old as hell. Your chin is great. Get out of here, man. And I'm like, all right. And then they wonder why nobody want to hear what they got to offer. Mm-hmm. They got to listen, man. Just like we had to... Listen and pay attention and, and f- figure out the ways. Like how you said, the knowledge isn't there anymore. We had to figure out the knowledge, the science of emceeing and rapping and how to rock a crowd. Like a lot of these dudes have never been on the mic in front of anyone. I know. Hold on, not, not even in front of the mic on a stage, let alone... They're not even doing ciphers. Yeah, off. Okay, I remember. No ciphers. Look, I remember back in the day, right? You would see a cipher. Yeah. Oh man, okay. I, mean, I see a dude, oh. a group of dudes on the corner. Oh, it's a cipher. Let's see what they doing. There's no ciphers. No, you know what I'm saying? I don't because see now, it. now, because I remember like when the cipher died was when dudes start rapping, and they would say something the other dude didn't like. They go get the burner. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And, that kill shot. Yeah, you know, because you don't you don't even see you, you just the cipher is another aspect, you know, that sharpens your skills. Yeah. You you jumped in there. Okay. If you was whack, oh, you mm. got it. You got Not it. only from the dudes who was within the cipher, but the peanut gallery watching the cipher. Yeah, they go, ooh, <laughs> uh, boo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you would get chewed up. Like that was a thing to do. We used to do that. We'd go hop in ciphers, man, and, and chew everybody. Like, that was a sport for us. Me and my man, Quasi B, he was my original rap partner. Mm-hmm. Man, we was killing everybody. That That's, like you said, what sharpened our skills. And we started really, like, going hammer at the open mic. It was called the Foundation Funk Collective mm-hmm. by my man, DJ Dwins. He held it down. He would, he would get the spot and... And throw it together and have all the B-boys come out. Like, it'd be a breakdance cypher. All the writers is there again. All the MCs. And the mic would just 
go around and whoever wants to get in, you come in and, and rock. Would you better rock? Because if not, somebody gonna get at you. <laughs> and we gonna bite your head off, yo. We ain't playing no games, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was notorious for that, yo. You come in and say something dumb. Are you dumbass? <laughs> like, we destroy you. Maybe you're gonna either wanna never come back or you're gonna go home and practice. <laughs> Try to come back hard next week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but now they're all bah, 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 they shoot you. Oh, so the, the cypher's dead. Right. So thus, you know, you got to go back to YouTube. Yeah. You got to go uh, listen to right. And, you know, like I said, you know, I personally feel that, you know, our contemporaries of our age, but you brought up a very valid point they didn't want to pass yeah the they didn't want to pass the knowledge on so now you got this you know children in the wild trying mm -hmm. to figure out what they doing yep, trying to figure out what they doing so thus then you got cats you know our age like ah you don't know what you're doing mm -hmm. but never taught them what to do yeah you know you can't have it both ways you know what i'm saying so and even further we never taught someone who didn't want to learn so it, on both sides is screwed yeah Cause it's like ah, to hell with that. So the old dude's that like, bat. What's yeah, that? what's that shit? What's he rapping about? <laughs> what? <laughs> swag. He yeah, he ain't got no swag in his verse. No swag in his verse. <laughs> he didn't turn up. <laughs> <laughs> like ah, he got hyped though. <laughs> <laughs> he was kicking dope lyrics, <laughs> but he wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> because he was saying something. <laughs> but he wasn't saying nothing. But he wasn't saying nothing. Yeah. And they never even heard it. And you don't even know it. <laughs> man. But it's it's a journey, man. Like this whole hip hop thing is it's like love, hate, proud achievements and depression all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's so much good about it. But so much sucks about it at the same time. Like, we, we're really not even in control of it anymore. Elaborate on that. Like, for instance, the dudes that are coming out are, like, chosen out of... Um, damn marketing strategies and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a certain demographic. Like, they say we want this dude that sounds like this last dude. And that's what we're going to put out. Anything that's not like that, we're not even touching. And then, on top of that, we don't even own anything. True. We own nothing. We niggas talking about they got Bugattis and... In Bentleys and houses, but ain't got a label. Don't own their masters. They're getting paid for 11 songs off the album, and that's it. <laughs> and they're getting like two cents per album. That's after they pay everybody back. Yeah. Because they racked up that bill. Getting that Bugatti and that family. Get, you know what I'm saying? Get the flies producers ever, the flies videos, a Bugatti, a mansion, you're in debt. In debt, yo. 
to like your fifth album. And by then, no one wants to hear you. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yo. <laughs> but see, and, and, and the other part of hip hop, which everybody tends to forget, is this is entrepreneurship. Yeah. Where you, what you create is what you own, but mm. you know. The, uh, the industry comes mm-hmm. with the contract, the contract, the pretty lights and everything. Mm-hmm. You sign the butt contract, not knowing what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You, s- you literally signed, j- you sold your soul to the devil. Yeah. And that's where that, that whole concept even came from. Because that's how the, the, them artists feel. Like, back in the days, there was a lot of talk about that. Like, selling yourself for whack contracts. Because mm-hmm. that was, it was running rampant at that time. It was getting everybody. You got to think, at that point, that was, what, the second decade of hip-hop? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they already had the business game of running these labels and, and getting everybody for what they're worth. And they just took it over to hip-hop, which was the newest music. And now they're getting everybody still. And we still not focused, like, yo, we need to do this ourselves and... And that's that's how we end up with all the cookie cutter rappers, because they're not doing it for the culture. They're doing it for the fiscal year, for the profits. You know, they want their return on their investment, and they're not gonna take that risk. Like they don't even have artist development anymore. No. You gotta have where you, where you got drafted and you sat on the bench. Mm-hmm. And you had to work out yeah. until you got to that point. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the minor leagues in baseball. Yeah. You no, know, because, you know, baseball, you know, you ain't coming from high school to the league. Mm-mm. No, you from high school, minor leagues, then league. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. That's the truth. Yo, one, two, one, two. We in the spot. Everything said in this podcast, Lexus Series, is that of Dan's status and Phase Rock. Of course. You can find Phase Rock at Gat Piff. That's where he hangs out. You can find all his albums to us. Dude got plenty of albums. Yes, he does. All right? So all to y'all who listen every week, I'd like to thank y'all. To all you young dudes and young chicks and basically anybody who don't know nothing, all right, you got to taste the hip-hop. Basically, that's every show. You always get a taste the hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. That's face. Uh, I'm feeling this song. This song is called So Amazing, produced by, cut by, rapped by, Phase Rock. Also, too, ladies and gentlemen, remember you can see the video version of Real Rap, Real Rap commentary on my YouTube page. That's Dan Status. So, until next time, until next week when another show drops, y'all be easy, y'all be good. This is real rap. Amazing. Uh. I like these cuts. Yeah. I'm the original Face Rock One. Raised in the ghetto, not your average son. I miss Christopher Wallace, pocket big pun. When I die, we'll get together and have a cipher. One day I was cooling on down the block. Stupid fly gear and a big boom box. The batteries died and the music stopped. But I'm a B boy, fool. I busted a beatbox like Super Cali. I mean, just face and rock and Niggas in need some help, ain't no need to try to cope it. The reason why the boots are whack for real, they like some And with the squad, they got behind the back. Now there's a crowd and the cypher's going. 
girl is shaking butts and a homie straight flowing. It started a party on down the street, went off for six hours cause I got mad beats. But now I gotta go cause I got stuff to do. 745, got a call from the crew, they had some 151 and 150 brews. Yo, they needed some music cause some girls were coming through. I bailed to the crib and I grabbed my turntables. Three crates of records and a bag of white labels. 845 when I finally arrived and set up shops about to get live. My style is so amazing. My style is so amazing. My style is so amazing. I'm face 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 face